0: Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers Podcast. A group of friends gather together to share music with each other, and then we each talk about what we think of that music. It's like a little book club for music, just friends sharing you know, sharing what they like, sharing what they, they're curious about. Uh, I'm Petey Rafe, your man with no plan. Here with me, of course, is my team, my squad, my crew. We have Brett.
1: Ahoy, hoy.
0: We've got Drew.
1: Who are you calling friends? I was about to say that too, Drew. Spirits.
0: And we've got Patrick. I have friends? No. So to speak, kind of. Uh, We're here to talk about music, and uh, we have a guest. It's that time again in the cycle where we have a guest, we have a friend over here in the center uh, column. Uh, if you're watching the video. Uh, but we have our friend Becky, a.k.a. Giggle Loop. Hey, Becky.
2: Hi. Hi, friends.
1: <laughs> uh, I was waiting for Patrick to say hi, and I was going to tell him he can't do that. No, I'm not knows. allowed.
2: I know. <laughs> but I know.
1: I, I'm used to it. My shtick no isn't friends. working tonight.
0: No new friends. No new friends. Uh, of course, uh, for her first time, it's his first time, uh our tradition uh holds that she pick her own album uh bring something to the group uh what what do you what Becky what are you going to present to the midnight society tonight
2: well i had a lot of thoughts about this and i had actually a list that i was going through but um i narrowed it down and i decided that for my first pick for my first uh appearance on record breakers that i would go with something that has brought me a lot of joy this year and that would be the album emotion by carly ray jepson
0: um let's let's kind of go uh brett i'm curious what expectations did you have coming into this album
1: uh i i knew more about the person than the musician um i don't i before listening to this album i don't know if i've I had ever listened to an entire uh, song, but like I I spend a lot of time north of the border and a lot of this stuff I have since figured out that, hey, I've heard this stuff before while sitting in a stadium or in a shopping mall or something. Um, But not here stateside, I I, I don't have any exposure to any of this kind of music really, except for in this lovely little exercise that we're doing. But yeah, I I, I was like i i knew what i was getting into i knew that she is the one what brought us call me maybe but i'd only heard like the like the hook ever so
0: yeah uh drew what were your expectations coming into this album
3: um i knew about the same level as brett about this artist um i i knew call me maybe i knew that usually when i was trying to get um your friend and mine, the Lord Nikon, to play video games, I would usually try to use some sort of hook that ended with a call me, maybe. Um, and then he would get very angry with me. Um, that's about the level of Carly Ray Jackson I knew. Um, so, and that song is used more as an annoyance uh, for me, so I was sort of apprehensive coming into this record. Um... But I knew less than Brett because even coming into this I've never heard anything else but that, so
0: really uh yes. <laughs> really
1: really 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 <laughs> yes.
0: uh Patrick, what were your expectations
4: coming into this album? Some of surprise everyone. I fucking love this record, and I have since it came out. Uh, I, on a whim and suggestion of I don't remember who, possibly friend of the podcast, Bryce. I know he loved it. Uh, Just listen to this album, because that's the thing you do when you have a streaming music service where you can listen to anything. Uh, And I have a soft spot occasionally for pop music, and this one just, it is is full of joy. And it was my, my... summer jams of 2015 and i still go back and listen to it. it is the guiltiest of guilty pleasures but it's yeah and i've li- i haven't i have not have not spent as much time with the rest of miss ray jepson's catalog but i have spent a lot of time with this record mm-hmm.
0: um yeah let's talk about this album uh because it's a very cool interesting album uh i have to say i well I'll, I'll talk about my expectations my expectations were a little bit low uh but uh <laughs> Not, Why would not, that be, PD? No, uh, <laughs> no, not lo- okay. The, uh, my expectations were lacking, uh, and I didn't know much about it. Uh, I, of course, I'm not going to be here to judge pop music because I, I listen to pop music. No, we're one here more time. to talk
1: about pop, music. Uh, <laughs> pop,
0: pop music. Uh, talk about. But yeah, I, I, I didn't know what to what to what exactly what to expect. But you know, I was I was eager. But let's talk about this album uh, musically, Becky. Could yes, you, my friend. Well, how would you describe this album musically? What would be like the themes, and elements?
2: So, for me, like I know that it's a tendency for a lot of people that to, I guess, bag on pop music because it's just fluff and it's just you know popcorn and whatever and it's not deep and meaningful and whatever but um I think 2017 for me was like the year that I embraced my love of pop music more than I ever have before because you know when everything else is garbage pop music is like the thing that is you know cheers me up and keeps me going and everything else so I actually I know this album came out found, in
0: 2015. I find Shirley Manson cheers me up sometimes, though. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know this album came out in 2015, but I didn't listen to it until, like, January of this year. Um, and just, I think it was probably also Bryce or maybe a McElroy or something that got me to listen to the album all the way through. Like, I had heard of Carly Rae Jepsen, but I'd never actually listened to any of her music. Other than Bryce
0: wouldn't surprise me
2: yeah other than call me maybe just because that was everywhere and inescapable um but yeah, I finally sat down and listened to this whole album all the way through, and I loved it like it I listened to it all the time. It's one of my most played albums of this year, definitely um just because you know it's so cheerful, like it just brings me so much happiness and so much joy, and like you know. I I I can't even like there aren't words to describe like how much it boosts me when I really need it. So mm-hmm. that's what I love about it. Yeah. So
0: um Brett, wh- how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes and elements? The
1: well, uh, like a lot of modern pop and a, a lot of popular music, not that 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 sort of straddles genres um like anything since 2014 um, has has sort of used the 1980s formula of like adding, you know, your rock, your yacht rock instruments, like the tones that you're familiar from. Like you you get your, uh, you know, your hollow notes guitar tone every now and then. Like it's kind of weird because like we we had two back to back albums that both had similar but completely different. Uh, but yeah, they're it, it's just the yeah it's <laughs> and like for like the last probably half of the last 10 albums we've done have been heavily influenced by you know your hollow notes and your uh you know your your like late 80s uh wilson phillips type sounds uh but uh you know we hardly ever get to review a straight pop album uh normally our album the the stuff that gets brought here um is is like poppy rock or like poppy hip-hop or something from korea um. That's uh, So, you know, like it, it, it's so like I, I came in expecting like the vocals to take the front row in the mix of, of this album, like to be like way out in front and is to be like the uh, like a big voice album. And I was I was happy to see that like there's way more instrumentation than I than I expected uh, to be in the front of the mix. And it's, um, you know, like like most pop albums, it's it's mixed like a dance record. Like it's it's got. A lot of dynamics to it um it also has a sproing uh everybody loves my my sproings um what's the uh, sproing of
3: this record i was interested actually well
1: let me explain what a sproing is a sproing cee lo green once upon a time like had an album and uh he had like a a a a reverbed (laughs) album Well, it, it was the album. and, and
2: <laughs> You know the one. And,
1: and he put, like, when he, in his production, and since we listened to the Outkast record, that also he had a hand in sprunging it up. But there's noises, like this weird one-off sound. Like, it, it only happens, like, once in a song. And for the CeeLo, it was a spoon that was reverbed out. On this album, uh, it, it is uh, one of my favorite things in the world. It is a woman's voice who is artificially deepened. Um, that it, it doesn't sound like a man. It doesn't sound like a human. But whether it's from the Haim album uh, that did, did a similar thing, where it's like, you know, you can't actually replace a bassy voice with a woman who's been like that with the, today's technology they're using. But like, I, I think it's one of the greatest things ever. It's 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 like I, I think every female fronted band should have at least one song for like five words. All they do is just lower it down two octaves, and it sounds. So weird, but yeah, that I'm a fan of the weird, and there is some weird that was brought here, but most of it was like you know, it was pop. Yes, it is bubble. it, it is it is not very deep. You're not solving the world's problems. You're solving one person's world's problems, I guess. But uh, you know, yeah.
2: that's an the, excellent way to put it. I love that.
1: yeah. That, uh, yeah. that <laughs> problem is I want to sell a record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: and yeah. Uh, and hollow notes. Uh, yeah. That mustache joke I made last week was amazing uh yeah. we' talk about uh uh this album uh drew speaking of, speaking of mustache joke uh drew Man, What what were your look. what were what, what were the <laughs> themes and elements that caught your attention well, how would you describe this album musically
3: with this mustache bullshit
1: um <laughs> assholes. hey well um, you have a nose neighbor we're gonna talk about it
3: talk about pop music um so right i knew we were going into this album and like we've said before especially around these times we we tend to double up a little bit i picked mine not knowing what we were getting into with this one because holy cow is the 80s mall pop dripping all over this record holy cow this is like tiffany debbie gibson wilson phillips level like mall pop um it is yes it is a singer heavy record um because it is a singer it is a name um but like brett said there is some really cool uh instrumentation in the background um but it always does allow uh her voice to sort of spring out which i think is really really cool um and that's that's the thing is that it is a bubblegum pop record. It's a bit vapid at times, sure, and that's what it is. But it's the style of it, the danceiness of it, is what goes through here. Um, the sort of synthy melodies, the effects that they put on that backing music, I think was really cool. And lent to this like very stylish sort of music that's in the backdrop that... In is becoming more and more apparent in pop music these days, and I think personally, I dig that if it's not obvious already. Um, I think I brought on I brought Outrun, and then you, you brought Chromio long so, ago. Yeah, Chromium. <laughs> yeah, if it's not obvious that like a little bit of new wave can go a long way with me, um, that's that's obvious. Uh, yeah, we're putting this up in like a week, so a few weeks ago, um breaking the fourth wall there you're i buzzing. put out yeah i'm trying to figure out like our timeline over christmas because christmas is dumb um i love christmas but it also is dumb for scheduling literally anything um but uh i put out a tweet that said i had to apologize because god damn it like i I came in to hear being like i'm gonna be the guy that's like this dumb pop music blah, blah, blah. man i was dancing in my seat god like it's it's a fun record like and that's just you go into it, um, like was said before, it's it's a bubblegum pop record. It's it's a popcorn movie. It's it's the Expendables. You're not thinking a whole hell of a lot.
1: Carly Rae Jepsen. Is.
3: If, if Carly Rae Jepsen was in the next Expendables, how great would that be, though?
2: <laughs>
1: yes, no, Nothing says action movie like a a slim, tiny Canadian girl. You know, that's 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 ass kick right there. Look, man. Be, yeah. Look. But
0: but like they never the, the bad guys will never see it coming. That's right. <laughs> the true? last
2: one
4: you suspect. <laughs>
3: Power what? of the true north. How yeah. how do you think how do you think the best femme fatales work? They don't work off of pure strength. I mean it's, I mean just think, think of this
4: and scene back,
3: and then all of a sudden you're stabbed in the throat. It's like ah fuck. <laughs> just
4: Probably just think of the scene therapy. where she's got dual pistols flipping through the air while Call Me Maybe's blasting in the background.
3: I yeah. want to see No, I want to see her dual pistols riding Terry Crews' shoulders as <laughs> <because laughs> he has like a shotgun. Like that would be stupid. But like that movie. Um you just Very gotta gross. realize like at a certain point like not nah, just sit back and like it's it is what it is. Like it's, it's it was fun.
0: Uh, Patrick, wh-
4: wh- how would you describe the sound musically? So, we, we sort of alluded to, like, pop music is, like, for, for music nerds, the problem with a lot of pop music is that it feels really inauthentic. It feels, it feels really, really created in a laboratory. And some of that can be good. But, like, it, it's, it's why it has a stigma amongst, you know, a bunch of, you know former music punk and snob. metal kids and music snobs like us. The thing I like about this record, yes, it's poppy. Yes, it's polished, but it, it, there's an authenticism to it. Like the songs are about like very relatable things. You know, they're dumb teenage girl things, but like they're relatable. They're, they're, they're timeless. I think, I think call it like, com- uh, Sound wise, there is a lot of mall pop, but I also like, I think there's a lot of like Cyndi Lauper where there was kind of more going on than the equivalent stuff around it. it. It isn't, I'm not saying this is the most deep poetic thing ever, but like, this is really well crafted pop music. Like they gave a shit. Somebody fucking tried, you know, there was effort was made. This isn't just. A drum machine, you know, a Nord lead, you know, 73 key and, you know, Pro Tools. Like, people played instruments on this record. People programmed really cool, you know, reverbed out 80s drums because they wanted it to sound like the drums from Jack and Diane. I'm cool with that. That's a clever song that, like, stuck around forever. But it's it's really fun. I think Carly Ray Jepson's voice is underappreciated. She doesn't do, like, all, like, the vocal gymnastics hand-wavy shit. But, like, it's really nice. Uh, the thing that I think, you know, going back to like "Call Me Maybe," which is a song I also loved for no reason, um, it had a really, really good vocal melody on the chorus. Like, it wasn't just like it wasn't exactly what like most pop songs have, like a really predictable vocal melody on the chorus because they want you to sing along. And there's a couple songs on this where she does some stuff on the on like the hook that like is not the Is not the first thing you would think of. It is, you know, doing something a little bit different, and that's I think what sets this apart from a lot of modern pop music.
0: Yeah, I think a lot lot of it works, and I think uh, ultimately uh, a lot of it, when it isn't, when it it is that pop music effort, uh, but it isn't trying to trying to relive the one thing that it it, it has a lot of strengths to it. I think the weakest part probably parts probably when it, it tries to re uh reenact what happened with Call Me Maybe probably It's probably his weakest points, and I think its strength is everywhere else. Uh but let, let's talk about those key points because uh uh let's talk about some of the key tracks. Uh Becky. Uh what would be some of the key tracks here on
2: this album? Um well, for me, I love almost every single song on this album. And uh, obviously, like the big one is going to be Runaway With Me, the first track, because when it just kicks in at the beginning with that saxophone, it's like, OK, that's that's it. Like, I'm here for this. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like that song and the the driving beat of that song like that's the song i listen to when i go and take a walk because it has a rhythm that i can walk to and i'm just like it's getting me moving getting my heart pumping and stuff like that and like i can't not sing along to it like i can't listen to it at work because i will sing at my desk which i can't do <laughs> so um i just i love that song so much um the other highlights for me i think are uh emotion um just because I also really like what that song does. Um, let's get lost is like another song that I can't not sing. And it's just, just, I don't know. (laughs) It just makes my, my heart sore. I don't know what to tell you. I sound like a dork. Um, And then the reason that I wanted us to listen to the deluxe edition is because my other two favorite songs are tracks that are only on that, which is, uh, I didn't just come here to dance, which is also a great pop dance song that I absolutely love. And then my favorite song on the entire album is favorite color, um, which is the last track. Um, because again, like that (laughs) on both words, there's an OU, um, because like, honestly, the, the, just the way that that song is mixed, the way that the vocal is mixed on it and the way it just kind of blossoms when it hits the chorus, like literally, I mean, it's all my ASMR triggers are from music. Like, I don't get it from anything else. And that makes my like skin tingle and my hair stand up on the back of my neck every time, like without fail.
1: You know, there um, are people that don't have that happen to them. You're
2: one of the lucky people. <Yeah. laughs> I, I, it, yeah. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so, the, I, and, and like, I know, um, I'm one of those people that grew up listening to pop music. Like I grew up listening to Tiffany and Debbie Gibson and Paul Abdul and Janet Jackson. So like, I know this, this album doesn't like reinvent the wheel of pop music, but it takes all of the best things of that music. And like, it leaves all the crap behind and like, it's the good parts of all of that music. And that's why I love it so much.
0: Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you?
1: Well, um, I really like you. Uh, no, uh, the, the, <laughs> this is, this is the only song off of this album I like that I too, think Brett, I, but, you know, I have song, ever I heard before, I, you it. know, after show, you know, but we'll also have to talk about our guest appearance by my wife putting beer in my fridge behind me. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I didn't you know, know, that
3: was what you were laughing at or my dumb joke in the side. chat?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, the, 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 I really like you is the only song that I think I've heard outside of like this. Um, it is, it is, it is also something that I've heard, uh, the hook of many times. Um, where they cut the release out and they put a certain French man that we kind of know. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's very ear- earwormy. It follows the, you know, the pop hit playbook. It's, uh, oh. it's very polished. You know, it, it borrows a lot from a lot of places, but it, it doesn't quite steal from others. Um, all that, you know, l- you know, Lori Beth, Ken Cal, Amanda Bynes, everybody loves all that. Um, no, uh, all that uh they 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 robbed uh, the keyboard from parliament uh the 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 one for uh uh make my funk the p funk it is that keyboard tone um, <laughs> and, and 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 yeah parliament i had a a canadian joke there but i missed it uh but no uh but yeah there's sparse use of like bass pops and like the hollow notes jangle upstroke and they've got like some some uh some digi drums that are that are kind of kind of neat that the add quite a bit to it um and you know I, like there are a lot of songs on this album that like like really they, they made me want to go and dig out like where did this come from what is the uh what is this uh this piece what is borrowed um and i kind of didn't want to like once i i started going there i didn't really want to dig too much farther but they're like I want to judge this by its parts because music is something everybody borrows, everything, every, like, you know, every minor pentatonic lick that's ever been played by a blues guy got stolen and played by a rock and roll guy. Um, and still is today. So I I wanted to judge this, but I really enjoyed how, uh, the song LA hallucinations had some crazy harmony, but then also sounded almost exactly like a, a, lady Gaga song that we've reviewed here off of the album art pop. Um, like there are a lot of things that are and, and you know, those are contemporary albums like they they were going on. at this. Like, I, I don't know who got like the, the memo that says, like, when we're producing albums, we need them to sound like this, 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 this and this and uh, throw in the the uh, like uh, digital wood block and put it put reverb on it and then like drizzle delay on everything. But, yeah, there's a lot of songs on here. They all sort of are kind of like some of them are more like shake your butt kind of songs. But uh, it, it does go some places. It's not all just, you know, you know radio hits. But, uh, you know, you could probably go down the list of every single song and pick out something cool. But those were the ones that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what would be some of the key
0: tracks for you?
3: Uh, I'm going to skip the record breakers thing. Uh, I'm not going to do the first track because I want to do the second track. Um, emotion. Uh, you name the record after a track. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You name the record after a track, that track better hit well. Um, And I think this one does. Um, It's something that, like we've said, sort of almost ad nauseum at this point, but you put this in that mid late eighties, early nineties, like girl mall pop singer thing. Like if you were putting like a, now that's what I call hits of what this would sound like. And Wilson Phillips was like the next track. I would not be super surprised. Um, it's that kind of uh, milieu, and I'm super okay with it. Um, making the most of the night. Um, the bass in that is super cool. Um, it's like super thick, low-end stuff. Um, the like sort of overly crazy sense um, in the chorus that sort of drop out for the contrast in the verse, I think, was really, really neat. Um, and I asked uh two of you uh the other night on twitter again dating this um when like if there was any like vaporwave remixes of this album and it was specifically when i decided that when i needed you was one of the tracks that i needed to talk about because holy crap like that it already sounds like a vintage like commercial to me and it's super weird and I'm super cool with that. And if like nobody's made a vaporwave track of that, I need to talk to Leonomose and see if he can like do some like crazy remix of that because super, super my aesthetic. <laughs> I,
1: I did say, do okay. some searching and I ended up just searching what how many of these songs were done by Kids Bop, and that was none and I was kinda heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's, do that's They still that's, make that's, those though. That's well, the question. They sure they sure do.
3: <laughs> you still crank that shit out?
1: I'm yes.
3: Fuck. As far as I'm people? aware. Hey, parents, parents, <laughs> do better. Do better for your kids.
1: Hey, I like hearing songs about banging sung by kids under twelve years old. Like that, yeah. that, that. I find yeah. that that entire market of of like we're going to slightly clean up songs and have children sing them a funny thing. But no, it is not vaporwave. Now, vaporwave kid kids bop. Those are two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah. I will. I will look for oh. you. If not, I will make it for you. Um, I'm find yeah. children and then like. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna artificially like. Vocals. I'm gonna <laughs> unmanly my voice by using. I'll, I'll make Hatsune Miku make all of the children's voices.
3: Yes.
0: Uh Yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, this is this is. Chorus.
3: Vapor yes. Miku, like is that? Yeah. What yeah like yeah, vocal all, vapo- everything.
1: Vapor
0: <laughs> A Vaporloid.
3: Vaporloid. Oh my god. Somebody can make a Vaporloid plugin. That would be dope. No. We're doing TM, TM, TM. A week. Yeah, I mean, we already <laughs> found uh,
1: wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. I, I gotta write it cord. down. I gotta write it mail down. Mail it to and yourself. Put it in an
0: envelope mail <laughs> it to myself. Yeah. So nobody can steal it. Yeah. It's Original it's condo. Like... Do not steal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We came up with a music genre here called Snorcore, uh, and I think that's just one of many things that we're going to do here with the Record Breakers Foundation. Snorcore uh, uh, using yes. audio of Petey sleeping.
0: But yeah, um. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if Google has, has s- slept in the same room as me. In any
2: if she has,
1: room. she would have heard you.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah I was going to say. I don't- so
0: <laughs> yeah no we're uh, not in any of like the dragon cons or anything no you haven't done, you haven't commute uh, we had to have a special room
1: did. for pd to sleep in in my house <laughs> we had to put him in the snore room oh, yeah.
0: man
1: yeah, it's, it's great <laughs> so it's
0: what Harley it's Ray my, my pretty
1: great isn't she <laughs> <laughs> uh Let's
0: all right talk about yeah. sleep patrick what, what, patrick what would be some of the key tracks for you
4: uh the lead single i really 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 like this song uh i really like you it's this is it is yes trying to do the call me maybe thing of having like a super catchy dumb chorus but also it does it in the same way that made that song so much fun is like it it's it's very bubblegummy it's very kind of like the right kind of throwback to the 80s but, like, the execution's perfect, and the vocal melody on the chorus just does it for me. It was uh, very much the Song of the Summer for me two years ago. Like, one of those dumb things that, like, is fun to blast in your car with the windows down.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm picturing this. Yes, yes,
4: 100%. Uh, Yellow Mustang, this.
1: Uh-huh. That, that, Mex <laughs> yep. the, mix, the yep. Mustang makes it. The like, Mustang
4: you know. makes it. Yeah. With, the, with the, like, a sound system that you can hear from a mile away.
1: Yeah. yeah. I bet your neighbors uh, loved you.
4: Oh yeah. I lived rurally. They didn't fucking hear me. Uh Boy Problems. Uh another really good pop song. Slap and pop bass line, really good. Another fun chorus. Uh there's really, really nice the way she doubles her vocals and harmonizes them. Uh just it's it's very nice and pleasant in the way that pop music can make you feel good. Uh it it's just it does the right things. Uh Making the most of the night. Um I don't know why I love that song so much. It's it's less sing-along than a lot of the rest of the record, but it's also like still super catchy. You've got a good chorus, it's very like eighty synth pop, which is something I love. Uh and we've, you know, done actual eighty synth pop and also a lot of stuff very influenced by it. And I I'm I'm sort of in the in the same boat as Becky. There's a lot of other songs on this I could talk about, but I will leave it to those three for now. Mm-hmm
0: um oddly enough i think that i really like you and boy problems are the weakest
4: songs <laughs> on this album uh, they're the poppiest they're certainly that, the poppiest
0: i think that they're so much better i, I also want to give a uh, love to warm blood which i really like it's a really good song i, I just there's just something that's really cool about that and the mood of it uh yeah the, the the songs you've chosen pretty great but like yeah warm blood is uh, i think worth noting um. Uh, let's bring her back around the horn. Talk about some conclusive thoughts, Brett. What would be your conclusion on this album as a whole?
1: You know, I I I don't really find myself listening to a lot of pop music these days. Um, I I really don't find myself listening to as much music as I used to anyway because I live in an office. Uh, and uh, there probably would be albums that I would never have listen to if it weren't for you jack and apes making me listen to stuff but this was something uh this this was like yeah there you are drew you're not the worst you know you're not the worst um but no uh you know i I, sorry me but uh you know I, i enjoyed my time listening to this album i'm glad i experienced it i'm glad that now i know and knowing is half the battle but um like do is this going to end up in my normal rotation of music probably not uh is is it going to be is it going to be something (laughs) that i'm going to probably listen to in 20 years and like giggle about and like annoy people with probably if i'm around but uh like it's 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 well-meaning it's inoffensive Uh, it's you know like there are some stuff we've listened to that was offensive um but this was not it um you know, it, it's uh, I, I, I give it a thumbs up, but I probably won't be visiting it anytime soon.
0: Uh, Drew, what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole?
3: Every time I'm, like, sort of almost dreading a record because I thought, okay, well, this is going to be exactly what I think it is, like, whatever, like, I'm done. I, a lot of times I end up coming out of the record saying, okay, I I get it, um, we mentioned Lady Gaga in our review of Art Pop, I think you can hear my thoughts on that, uh, on that one, uh, but it was essentially the same. This is way better than I went into it thinking it was, and it might end up in uh some of the songs might end up like i said in a rotation um because it's just it's something i can throw on in the background it's fun and it's not gonna be it's not gonna bother me it's not going to take my attention away but it's also going to be a fun listen um and a lot of times when i'm working on stuff that's what i like so hey it's it's super worth a listen if you're into weird dance pop um that's okay sometimes
1: when when you're uh, putting snowies on your 300 ZX to go down to Timmy's to get you an ice cap you know it's, yeah. it's something to put on
0: yeah uh patrick what would be your conclusion on this album
4: um i i was so happy that Becky picked it cuz i just I haven't listened to it in a minute and i was uh i was happy to have an excuse to spend some time with it again This is like, this is good pop music. It is, it is proof that sometimes pop music is worth your time. Uh, Like it is, it is worth, it is worth accepting some of the music snob, uh, you know, point loss to to go listen to it. Uh, It's really enjoyable. I think, I think even if you, I think this is one of those albums that get out of your comfort zone. If this is out of your comfort zone, and give it a shot. You know, this is I think worth stretching for, worth you know, trying. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. This is. There's a lot to really like about this album. There's a lot to to really enjoy. Like I I enjoy the the 80s influence. I enjoy the 80s pop. Uh. And, and of course, like this is musically, I'm familiar with a lot of these sounds because basically this is 2016 K-pop. Like, like if you if you kind of look it down. And yeah, this album, and and you can understand the timeline, of course, this album came out in 2015, so with K-pop, everything's kind of been a delay. Uh, <laughs> and to And to that point, uh, one of the songs that was recorded, like well, not recorded, written and composed in the sessions was used by FX for, for the album Four Walls, uh, the song When I'm Alone. Uh, so it's like, it very much literally is, uh, <laughs> literally is uh, 2016 K-pop uh or 2015 actually because that album that's what it came out but um but yeah music it's really fun to listen to i think uh it has a lot of strength especially i think when it uh when it becomes its own thing that isn't trying to it isn't uh that weird thing that became a viral hit it's just its own really cool uh passion project uh based around 80s um synth pop sounds uh which is fantastic and, and thoroughly enjoyable. Um, and yeah, this is, I'm I'm glad to have uh, experienced this. Uh, but yeah, the last word goes to Becky. Becky, what, what would be your conclusion on this album as a
1: whole?
2: Well, you know, um, when I went into it, I wasn't really sure what to expect. I just knew that a lot of people that I knew really enjoyed it. And so I gave it a shot and I've, a thousand percent enjoyed my time listening to this album. I've listened to it so many times over the course of the last year. Um And honestly, not even just this album, but pop music in general has been like the thing that has kept me going in 2017. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's okay to, you know, like be a music snob or whatever, but if 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 pop music can do what this does for me, then I have no problems with pop music whatsoever. Yeah. And you know, yeah, Carly Rae Jepsen needs to put out another album. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and you know, I, I have no problems with uh, pop music. They can show you
4: my shelf of Korean, <laughs> the K-pop CDs. And, and on that note, she said early 2018.
1: So isn't she like doing? Musicals or something like she,
0: she was, she, still, she, she does she was that doing. sometimes. That's what she was doing between Call Me Maybe and This. Like,
4: that's also, was... apparently, before she recorded then, this, she also recorded a whole folk record that never got released. Mm-hmm. That's there. her, Wait, roots. The that, she, her that... first album's a folk record. Is there yodeling? I don't know, it's Canadian yeah that's why I, that's why I <laughs> there's, there's a she's certain possibility it's connected. I don't know I don't know if, say, don't 60, know if 60, it's full-on hocus pocus by the band focus which is a great song and also how can we talk about band names and song names but and yodeling without mentioning focus
1: but she's on the other side of the yeah. side that I don't go to and all I think of is that's where Alanis Morissette and yodeling occurs yes <laughs> From anecdotal uh,
0: evidence, <laughs> from from purely uh, purely anecdotal, uh sort of circumstantial evidence, uh, which is good enough for us. It's good enough for me, at least. <laughs> uh, we talk about all right. So those are our thoughts. Those are our thoughts uh, in full on on Carly Rae Jepsen. Now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews. It's the fun part, the bit that we can't let go of. Because why? Why, why, when, why let go of a beautiful bit? Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about some haiku reviews. Uh,
1: Brett, what is your haiku? Solid pop album made by that gal from BC. Better than Hulk Rules. You can take that <laughs> to the bank. Hold on, <laughs> high, high, high praise.
4: <laughs> I think enough. there are bowel movements that are better than Hulk Rules. Hold on. Hey.
1: I mean, just because Hulk Hogan is a horrible human being does not mean that his music is equally as terrible. It's not. It's also terrible. It's not even Jimmy
4: Hart's best work.
1: No, it's it's (laughs) nobody's best work. But I just want to talk about Hulk rules on every episode we do, and I did not have a place to stick it in anywhere else. Yes, exactly. Um... Yeah. Like, you gotta find Waldo, then you gotta find Wizard Whitebeard. Like, yeah. the Hulk rules is the Wizard Whitebeard of this Where's Waldo book. Uh, Drew. talked about the last draw yet. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: what, what is your hack, Drew?
3: Uh, I'm so sorry, but I can't sit here and say that I did not dance.
1: Were you uh, shaking your booty, Drew? Were you shaking your booty? <laughs> yeah. Were you cutting a rug? We'll
0: yeah. We'll do the dancing. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku?
4: Guilty as pleasure. Pop music done perfectly. Can't wait for what's next.
0: Uh, I have my haiku. A fun pop album, especially when they let it be its own thing. Uh, Becky, finally, last word. What is your haiku?
2: Cuts to the feelings. Keeps me moving, lifts me up, and that's all I need.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So, those are our thoughts on Carly Rae Jepsen's "Emotion." You can, of course, find this on our Spotify playlist. Uh, Play "Record Breakers," the home game. Uh, You listen to listen along at home. Uh, You know, do the things, do your homework. On that Spotify playlist will be next week's record. Uh, if, if Drew thought he was dating the record, uh, with his early comment, I'll go ahead and date it now. Um, this is kind of a reactionary pick, but this is the, by the time you hear, hear this is going to be long since happened, but this is kind of a reaction to unfortunate circumstances that happened this past weekend. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick Jonghyun of SHINee and his album, She Is uh kind of celebrate uh what he he was as an artist and as a singer and as a talent. Um so of course you can find us all over the internet. Uh Becky, what do you got going on in your world and on the internet?
2: I'm just on Twitter. I'm at Gigaloop. You can find me there. That's it. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, and you can of course find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at Extra I'm at Rave. The show is at 4 Record Breakers. That's the number 4 Record Breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com Uh, uh Relic.net for listening to the show. shows TV. Um, until next time. Love you guys. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>